0: Hello, everybody. This is Matt Noakes, and today on Let's Talk Hitting, I'll be talking about four four topics. One is about being out front all the time and what to do about that. Um, along with that is being worried about getting beat. It's a it's it's a parallel track. Um, third is is knowing you need to let the ball travel and what to do about it. And fourth is you're losing power going to the opposite field. So I'm going to be addressing these four issues. So first, let's talk about the idea of getting beat, the bad feeling of getting beat. And um, it it would be perfectly natural to, to be worried and upset about the fact that, you know, uh, from the time we were young players, we were thrust into competition before we knew what we were doing. In baseball... It's 90% performance and 10% practice and rehearsal, where in other sports, think, of, think gymnastics. You know, it's 90% rehearsal and, and practice and 10% performance. Um, you think about every sport. Almost every sport is this way where, where the focus is on rehearsal. And so, you know, you get out there and you have a game every day or you have a game that's, you know, a game often and um you only trust a ball where you're comfortable hitting it you only trust hitting a ball where you're comfortable uh, letting it travel to and that's a very normal thing and i just want you to know that that happens to everybody that happens to major league guys and especially you know you're you're playing in the big leagues or whatever level you're playing at that's the big leagues for you but um you know you don't want to get beat so we tend to to want to let the ball travel to the same spot. Um, but the fact is, what we need to do is we need to start widening that range. We need to start making that range a little deeper. And I want to I talk to you a little bit about how we'll, we'll go about doing that. Okay, so first of all, you have to get comfortable. A lot of times when I'm working with a player, I'll be throwing them, let's say, front soft toss or even live batting practice. And if they're struggling, if I ask them to let the ball travel a little bit deeper because they're hitting the ball all um, out front a lot, um, if they're having trouble, number one, I look at whether they're swinging across their face. Um, now, now in an audio audio format, I can't do a demonstration, but you can imagine if if you were going to swing and you were chasing your face, meaning your face was opening up and your swing was behind it versus crossing your face when you cross your face you're strong okay so so you need to first get into a situation and understand that cross that crossing your face is the place where you want to get to okay next we want to let the ball travel a little bit further but in order to let it travel further we have to have the feel we we have to understand what the feel is so that we can go and access it so the best way to go about doing that is to Take your player and feed him soft toss. When you throw someone soft toss from the side, you're you're forcing a depth. So if I was on, on the side of you, you can't hit it out front because I'm not throwing the ball out front. I'm not throwing it where you're comfortable hitting it. Now, there's a rule of thumb when you are training, whether you're hitting the ball off the tee or you're hitting soft toss you always want to be focusing on getting all your energy, on directing all your energy into the ball because you're not hitting live. This is practice. This is training. So you need to get a feel that you can take into a game where you can access the feeling of hitting the ball hard. Otherwise, you're going to line up to the pitcher, you're going to get side soft toss, and you're going to be hitting the ball weak because you're going to be out of position, hitting the ball almost behind your face, because you're not taking into consideration that you're trying to find a feel where you feel more more powerful. So the first thing that you do is, of course, you have to line up your feet as if you're hitting in a game. You know, you line up toward a fictitional pitcher if someone's throwing you soft toss. But what you want to do is turn your shoulders exaggeratedly closed because the drill is an exaggerated drill. And you let the coach go ahead and throw you the ball underhand and so you're basically turning your shoulders as far as you need to turn it so that you know it's almost i mean this would be a little bit exaggerated but you know normally when you're hitting you show the numbers to the pitcher well if you can do that if you can show the numbers to the soft tosser to the person throwing you soft toss from the side that would be guiding or or aiming your body in a way even though your feet are lined up straight toward the pitcher that would be you know over rotating because it is a drill and you're just trying to access the feel of hitting it hard farther back because your depth is being forced farther back so after you do that after you find that feel you'll 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 all of a sudden feel a lot more power because you know obviously you're rotating your shoulders far enough so that your you know your, your shoulder is pointing right at the person throwing you soft toss and it's almost as if they're right in front of you but you are hitting the ball further back so you're having the same kind of power as you would hitting it out front but you're hitting it further back into the into your into your approach or into your stance Um, So that's the first thing. You want to line up correctly. So if you're hitting off a tee, especially off a tee, I see guys hitting off the tee all the time, and they're lining up. um, They're more focused on trying to orient themselves to the pitcher when there is no pitcher. You're by yourself, generally. You're hitting by yourself. You're just standing there. Okay. Okay. It's good to line up your feet. But... You want to feel what it's like, especially when, like, let's say, for instance, let's say you're going to put the tee off of your back foot. Now, that's an extreme exaggerated drill, which in pro ball, we do that all the time um, to really feel how to get your power opposite field, And it's an, it's an extreme place that deep. So you go ahead and work out and um you know you try to hit your low line drive but you make sure that you transfer your weight forward so it's almost like you're kind of you're transferring in a different direction than what you're aiming and pointing at and that's okay that's okay you're still getting you're still using the ground and you're still getting some weight in it but you're just more on the side of the ball it's almost like chopping a tree and being on the side of a tree and hitting the side of it versus hitting behind it um but, you know, it's all, it's all about, and, and for example, you, you know, I might mention that if you were chopping a tree, where would your head be? Where would your, your face be pointing right at the tree? You'd never line up toward a pitcher. You would never take into consideration when you're chopping a tree, you would never line up like a hitter and line up and, and turn your face away from the tree. You'd never do that And in, in. If you want to break your bad habits, if you want to um, find and access more power so that you can direct your energy um, further back into your stance, further back into your zone, then you need to start obeying a rule like that. Unfortunately, hitting rules are abstract. It's not like a hammer and a nail where uh, um, you know that you need to attach A couple pieces of wood in a certain way and you don't want to bend the nail and so and so on and so forth but when you're hitting um, there's a lot of times there's not a lot of rules um, that you can understand unless you're able to think out of the box and you've had some experience so so that's why I'm helping you with this so my advice is to over rotate your upper body even though your lower body is straight and 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 learn what it feels like to hit it with your maximum power. Now in the game you're going to you're going to shorten up a little bit, but you want to find your maximum power in, in soft toss or hitting off the tee. Okay, so then, you know, you're you're getting the feel for hitting it farther back. And what I'll do a lot of times, let's say I'm throwing somebody side soft toss or I'm sorry, front soft toss. And I'm asking them to to let it travel a little bit more, so that when they hit the ball the other way, the ball is further back in their in their stance, uh, or further back in their zone, so that when they hit it, they have more power. But because their head is out of position, their head is maybe looking toward the pitcher, and then they're hitting it further back, which means their their head is kind of open and they're kind of chasing their face, so so there's no power. Um, because they don't know what the feel is like to actually hit a ball further back. Now, if you're in a game, which brings me um, uh, to my next point here about worried about getting beat, um, you know, we're worried about getting beat because if you haven't felt every day, I, it, it doesn't go away, even in the big leagues. If if um, if you haven't felt a ball or hitting a ball super super deep in your stance or in your in 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 your zone every day because you play every day generally in pro ball. So I would need to find the feel this today what it's like to hit the ball deep and, and remind myself and rehearse the feeling of hitting it further back, hitting it, hitting it deeper and feeling the power And then I take that into the game. That way, when I try to hit the ball where I want to hit it and it accidentally gets further back, my automatic mind can access the feeling of hitting it deeper because I have it in the database. But if I've never practiced it, if I've never worked on it, it's not there to access. Okay. So that's one of the things you want to do. And, but yet, you know what? We won't try to hit it further back in a game we we won't even consider doing that because um we don't trust it i mean you're you're not gonna if you're in a game and it's the bottom of the ninth inning and you got two strikes on you and 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 the pitchers got a great changeup, let's say and it's let's let let's say it's oh two you're gonna you know i mean you have to protect you don't you know you don't want to let 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 them get a a fastball by you, but on the other hand, you don't want to give your bat away. So you can imagine, visualize the ball, ball further back. But if you don't know what it feels like that day, if you haven't rehearsed it that day, then you're not going to be confident letting the ball travel further in your stance. Now, when it all happens, it probably won't go that far back into your stance it'll just travel a little bit more I mean it's hard to let the ball travel in the first place but when we get in a game the you know the idea of letting the ball travel a little bit further it doesn't you know uh six eight inches is a lot it feels like three feet really so um it's important that we experience it every day that we do our drills every day and that's how we automate. We automate by rehearsing. And when we rehearse it, it, it just get it it just gets recorded into our automatic mind so that we can access it. So now you go back to hitting front soft toss and you ask the player after they've hit some side toss and they felt what it's like to hit the ball deeper, then you can say, Okay, now you know don't try to hit it deeper. Now if they still struggle and they can't conceptualize hitting it deeper, you could say, okay. Try to let the ball, you know, feel the ball on a line on the side of you. Try to let the ball get between your legs. So that would be something that would be a real feel where you let the ball travel further. And then that would be more in line with the depth if the ball was being thrown from the side or three quarter. And you're familiar with that because you've practiced that today now and if you're looking for the ball further back and you're looking for a fastball and you're not going to get beat on a fastball with two strikes because you never want to get beat on a fastball with two strikes you'll tip your hat if they strike you out on a trick pitch but you're not going to get beat on your pitch so you know you're looking for a ball a little bit further back in the count I'm sorry further back in the zone you're comfortable with with planning on hitting it further back and preparing your mind and your body and your emotions for hitting it further back because you've practiced it that day and you felt comfortable with it and you're hitting low line drives the other way. You don't want to hit the ball the other way and guide the ball the other way from hitting the ball way too far out front and and then just changing your bad angle, dropping your bad angle, and c- carving it the other way. That's not the way you want to go the other way. You want to go the other way uh, by, by hitting the ball further back and hitting it almost like you're trying to pull the ball the other way. If you're lined up correctly, you hit it across your face, and you drive the ball the other way correctly further back into your stance, it's like you're pulling the ball, and yet it goes the other way. And so by letting that ball travel and having more confidence of uh, that, that that you can hit it because you have the feel and you've rehearsed, you're gonna have oppo power and that's ultimately the goal. If you can have oppo power and and um you're in a game and it's especially late in the count when they have a trick pitch, um you can set up to hit the fastball further back and then you know what ends up happening is You probably, if if you get a fastball, you'll probably hit it out front where you like it because we're not perfect. But at least you had, um, you're prepared to let it travel. So what is that doing? If you're letting it travel in your mind's eye or if you're set up to let it travel, what are you doing in effect? You're waiting. Okay, so that means you're looking for a fastball further back. So that's like waiting for a fastball without actually waiting because we don't want to wait back waiting back is not a good mindset. It's like, because here's the reasoning. If I'm going to wait back, why am I going to wait back? Am I I going to wait back until when? Until it's time? Well, why don't I skip waiting back and just be on time? Okay. So we don't really want to wait back, but I'm using this term wait back uh, just to communicate a concept. So if I'm letting the ball travel further, it's giving me a better chance at hitting an off-speed pitch out front within reach. Now, if I, if, if I would normally hit my, my fastball out front where I'm comfortable and then I get the off-speed pitch, it, it would probably be out of reach out front. But if I look for a fastball further back with two strikes and I'm comfortable because I've done my rehearsals and, a, and I've, I've lined up my body and I know how to drive the ball the other way because I'm in position, then there, there will be times where you'll actually let the off-speed pitch travel just a little bit further, and it'll be, become within reach. It'll come within reach, and you end up hitting that, that off-speed pitch without even knowing you're doing it. So it's almost like you'll, you'll run into just as many off-speed pitches as the next guy, but the, the difference is, is that you're all, still always ready to hit your fastball. So that's my lesson on letting them all travel and getting beat and being worried about that and how to prepare for it. Hope you enjoyed it.